Friends, welcome to the Slaking Thirst podcast, where you'll find the homilies, talks, and reflections of Father Ryan Mann and Father Patrick Schultz of the Diocese of Cleveland. Slaking Thirst is all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, which is also a divine heart, seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts will meet and both thirsts will be slaked. Thanks for joining us on the journey into Christ's desire for us. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. You get two priests this morning for the price of one, huh? That's a good deal for daily Mass. All right. So the gospel we just heard is exquisite and beautiful, and I want to encourage you to go back and just soak in it maybe a little bit longer today. Just reread those words um, from the Lord. They're incredibly challenging. But where I want to direct our attention this morning is the first reading we just heard from Paul. Uh, There's a very subtle line in the end. Maybe you caught it that... um, that just stopped me dead in my tracks. And I just want to kind of soak in it this morning with you. So when Paul says that Christ, uh, who though he was rich, became poor for our sake in order to enrich us by his poverty, uh, what does he mean by that? That's what I want to look at this morning. Uh, He certainly doesn't mean financially. He doesn't mean financially or economically. He doesn't mean that Jesus chose the lowest class at the time of first century Judaism although he did, right? Although that's the truth of, uh, you know, we do know that his parents were poor. When you look at the, um, the sacrifice that Mary and Joseph offered in the temple that was prescribed in the book uh, of the Law of Moses, um, the, the sacrifice that they were able to afford, these two pigeons, um, it was basically the lowest um, acceptable sacrifice possible. It was the cheapest sacrifice possible. It was the sacrifice of the poor. So that's, you know, Luke telling us that that was their socioeconomic status. So the poverty he chose wasn't necessarily, I'm not simply talking about, nor is Paul talking about economic uh, poverty. The poverty that he chose was our human creatureliness. You're a creature. You're time-bound. You're finite. You are incredibly limited. That's what Jesus willingly chose to enter into. All of that stuff that we so often flee from and try and run from and try and mask over, all of that stuff Jesus enters into, even though he was in the form of God, right? As we hear in that hymn from Philippians, Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not deem equality with God a thing to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself. That word there in the Greek is kenosis. 
It's the image of like pouring out a pitcher. It's a, this emptying out. That's what Jesus entered into. That's the poverty, right? It's the stuff that we flee from. It's, it's this stuff. It's, it's the feeling little, feeling susceptible, insecure, out of control, and most of all, needy. We hate that feeling. We hate that we cannot grant, ultimately, we cannot grant or fulfill on our own our deepest longings or our deepest desires, especially for, for love, for communion, for intimacy, for meaning, for fulfillment, for all of those things, for affirmation, like those deepest of needs and desires that sit in the heart of every person, we can't fulfill on our own. Those are things that we have to wait upon another to grant to us, to give to us, to come to us through another. That's existentially maddening for the human person. That we can't take care of our own deepest needs. We cannot give it to ourselves. We are, in the end, so needy and so poor and so dependent. We don't usually label all that stuff under the label of poverty. Because in our modern day, the word poverty has become so protracted that it means just, you know, the destitute. But that's not what Jesus had in mind when he said, blessed are the poor. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Like when we feel not enough, when we feel insecure, when we feel that, just that I'm falling short, I'm a mess, I can't get all this stuff together, all of that, that, that gap that exists between who and what we are and what we want ourselves to be, that gap, that's our poverty. And the thing is, like, we tend to mask that And we project some kind of like God-like confidence in that place so that we feel, you know, better about ourselves. But Jesus calls that gap, that space of not enough, that inadequacy, that neediness, that littleness. Jesus calls that blessed. Jesus looks at that. He says, I'm going to enter into that. He becomes the utterly poor one, the weak one, the little one, the needy one, the dependent one. He who needed nothing chose to need his creatures. Think about the neediness of the infant nursing at the breast. Think about the neediness of the toddler walking around Nazareth. Think about the neediness of Jesus coming into Jerusalem saying, I need a donkey to ride on. Did he really? (laughs) Yeah, he said, I I need it. He became needy. He became poor. And you don't get poorer than death. He became the utterly poor one in death. He became the utterly needy one, the weak one, the vulnerable one. Why? To meet us in our poverty. Not so that he could fix it. Not so that he would just take it away so that we would be enriched by the experience of being loved in those places. To remind us, you are loved right here. You are loved right in the place where you think you're not enough. You are loved right in your mess. You are loved right in the poverty. That is incredibly enriching. That's life-changing. And may we receive that today in this Mass. Amen.